0: You're not going to do everything right all the time, and that's okay. And tomorrow's a new day. If today was a disaster, you didn't make it out the door, you dropped your kids off late, and they were mad at you because you brought them to school late, let's just leave it. Tomorrow's a new day. It's all going to be okay.
1: Hey guys, it's Kathy Heller. Welcome back to the Kathy Heller podcast. So today I have a beautiful conversation to share with you. My dear friend Cheryl Hines is here and I was so touched that she allowed us to have such a heartfelt, deep conversation. We live in a time where I feel like we've always been quick to judge as human beings. I think that's the way that our minds sort of work. They kind of put things in very quick Black and white buckets oftentimes, but the truth is that such a beautiful gift of podcasting for me has been having long form conversations where you really get to hear people. You really get to understand who people are and where they're coming from. And I think that one of the most incredible things that we're all trying to aspire to is to really open our hearts and to really include the world and to. Make a space to hear people's stories and to genuinely listen. And I feel like we need that so much in our world, in our country, but also in the world, because we're not supposed to be the same. And there's something so beautiful that each one of us has a different story and sees things differently. And in making space for that, we actually create this gorgeous mosaic of all different viewpoints and all different ways of adding to the world. And I feel like what I've learned over the years I've been on this this ride of this life is that love is unconditional in the sense that it's a gift. It's something you give away. It's not because somebody is just like you. It's because you choose to love them, right? And we don't All think the same and we don't all want the same things and we're not all coming from the same story. And, um, I think everyone can relate to the feeling of being judged and the feeling of feeling like people don't really get you or see you. And so it's been pretty powerful to have conversations, but especially this one. Cheryl has been going through quite an interesting time the last few months and it's a really wild experience you know to be just a girl who grew up just like a lot of girls do and uh, eventually she gets thrown into this center of the town square and people have all different kinds of ideas about who she is and who she's not and I can't even imagine what it feels like to have so much of that public scrutiny. But I can tell you that I met Cheryl years ago and I was so touched by her humility and kindness and just the way she went out of her way to support me and be there for me. It was just uncanny. It was like she was just like the girl next door. It was really just like she was one of the nicest people I had ever met and um, we wound up Becoming neighbors, and I wound up getting to know her and her husband. And I just felt so much love from them. And I was so inspired by the loving kindness and the way that they care about the world. And so I wanted to have this conversation. And I think that no matter how we all think, or what we all want, or where we all come from, I think there's something to be said for meeting genuine souls who really are waking up every day, doing their best to add something positive to the world. And I really think that Cheryl is one of the kindest people I've ever met. So I appreciate that um, this audience is such a beautiful place where we allow people to share their hearts. And Cheryl is a mom and she just started a business with her daughter, Kat, and you're going to hear about that. And you're also going to hear about some of the other things that she's been dealing with, some of the more challenging things. And I think that it's pretty interesting that she was willing to be so vulnerable. So I appreciate that you guys are here to just open your hearts and and make that space for her. If for some reason you don't know who Cheryl Hines is, she happens to be a Emmy-nominated actress. She's also a producer and a director, and she's also a podcast host. You may have seen her in my favorite show of all time, Curb Your Enthusiasm. And if you wanna hear the whole story, you can hear another episode that we did a little while back. I'll put the link to it in the show notes. This time, she's gonna be talking, as I said, about the business she started with her amazing daughter, Kat. And she's also gonna be sharing some of the more vulnerable things about where she is and some of her authentic truths in her life at this point. She's one of the most humble, beautiful souls I've met. Her character just blows me away. It's such an honor to be her friend, and I'm really grateful to her for all the ways she shows up in my life. Without further ado, please welcome the extraordinary Cheryl Heinz. I'm so grateful that you're here right now. I love you so much. I am um, so blown away by you in so many ways. Uh, like everything you're saying, I can say the same about you, but go ahead. It's just so nice. And I I know that you mean that, which is even a bigger deal. Like you're the most down-to-earth, kind, cool, superhero woman. And people don't know all the things there are to know about you, but I've been so blessed to get to know a little bit. So you're here. I want to talk about so many things that are happening right now. Here you are waking up every day, wake up, brush your teeth, trying to live your life, and mm-hmm. you've taken a rocket ship to a different stratosphere.
0: Mm-hmm. What's that like for you? Are you talking about my husband running for president? There's that. Yeah, yeah. That, um, it is oftentimes surreal. And then a lot of times it feels like, Oh yeah, this is what should be happening for him. So Robert Kennedy Jr. is my husband and he's running and he was meant to do this. He is, you know, hitting his stride. So that's really meaningful to watch and to be a part of. And then at the same time, there's a lot of craziness that comes with it.
1: There's so much that comes with it. So much so that much comes, that with, comes it. with it. I mean, just to be a human being in the world, there's already tremendous ways in which people judge, right? Yeah. So I feel like this is the ultimate feeling of being under the microscope. Yes. And I feel like, oh, one of the most difficult things in the world is to weather that because on some level we all have this like innate we want to belong we yeah, want to belong to want everyone like to be liked and you want people yeah. to
0: see you for who you are and right. yeah and so people can't really see that because different things are being projected about who you are yes. and that you have no control over so I, it, it's very frustrating at times where you just feel like oh that's not at all what I said or what I did or right. what happened. Right. But then, if you get stuck in that space, you'll just be on a little wheel that goes round and round because then you'll spend all your time trying to say, "Nah, uh, n- uh, that—that's not the thing," you know. So
1: you—you have to find a piece that's right fullness with it. Yeah, and it's interesting what you said about projection because we're all living in a projection, right? And then, I mean, look yeah. at social media. Right, we're just projecting
0: what we want people to see about us. Yes, and it's fun. You know, you get to show your fun pictures. Yeah, but you don't. You're not showing your sad pictures on a bad day, That's or right. when you can't get out of bed. Yeah, it's just a highlight reel. You just a highlight reel. It's, so it's people, the character like, you play. Yeah. No, I've yeah. I've seen friends that go through divorces and they're and. Other friends are like, Oh, I thought they were doing exactly. great. Cause I just saw pictures right. of Weren them. they wearing
1: matching plaid
0: pajamas yeah. of the kids in Nantucket? Right. Yeah. And so it's a, it can just be a
1: strange, stressful place. Oh, it's so stressful. But I think that people make people out to be characters when really you are a human being. And what we all have in common as humans is we all have the same secret, which is that we all want to be seen for who we really are. Mm-hmm. So I think everybody who's listening right now, everybody who's hearing this message needs this lesson. You're just having to go through the most Olympic test version <laughs> of it, right? So it's yeah. like, what have you learned about how to find your own well-being in a sea of all these people's projections and stories and like you were saying, you have no control over what people decide and mm-hmm. make meaning of. No. There's no way. No. And so how, because we're all on some level, whether we're, whether we have like a, a big world that we, we live within, whether we have 19 followers on social media or a lot of cousins or what, we're all dealing with that on some level, like wanting to be seen and having to reconcile the fact that people see what they're willing to see. Yeah. They don't even see until they're willing to see it. Right. The choice that they're making. Right. So,
0: I mean, for me, I have to not judge other people for even having feelings about if they like him or they like me or they don't or they think this is wrong or that's right. It's okay for me. I understand people have a lot of feelings and they should and opinions and that's okay. So I think I have to always, you know, we always say this, right? Live in the now. But sometimes, and I'm sure this is a universal feeling, you you, or I should say I can get stuck in the, oh, no, what if that thing happens? What if the thing happens that I'm so afraid of that thing is going to happen? And then you can find yourself stuck worrying about all these things that aren't happening and yes it's true they could happen but they're not happening now right so you know tr- i try not to get it get stuck in that space totally but it's hard and you have to you know make a decision that's right to get out of it yeah and it's not easy yep. It's it's not easy yeah i feel like that's like
1: the that's the test that is the life test is the Managing your own mood, your own thoughts, your own perception, Mm -hmm. because no matter what life we're living, what version of life we're living, we all know what that's like when we start to catastrophize, when we start to have three thoughts. And then next thing we know, we picture the absolute worst possible outcome. And it doesn't actually then matter what the circumstances. It's how are you? showing up in relationship to that so that you keep yourself centered. Because the truth is, there's so much we don't have control over in any situation. But again, it's like the most Herculean version of it. I feel like you're going through. And what's crazy is you and I met before Bobby was running for president. And the second I met you, I thought, oh my gosh, she's like literally the girl next door. And then I moved closer to you guys. And and that was more true in, in literal terms. But it's fascinating to see someone grow up in Tallahassee, Florida, which mm-hmm. is really not a big city. <laughs> no. And then somehow the path that God puts you on, you signed up to be doing this. That must be a very huge thing for your nervous system to get used to. It's a lot.
0: Yeah, it's a lot. You know what I was saying about the other day? I was seeking, um, remember the old Edge sketch? Yeah, sure. And you would do your etch a sketch and you would spend so much time and then your brother would come and just sure. grab it out of your hand and shake yeah. it up. And like, I was working on right. that. So there was a <laughs> bit of that feeling for me where I'm like, I have, I had a great little yeah, picture right. on my etch a sketch. I've been working, acting, producing, writing, I'm doing stuff that I really wanted to do. And I felt like somebody grabbed my etch a sketch and shook it. I was like, Oh, <laughs> well. And it takes a second to realize, oh, I have to start a, a new picture. But sometimes, you know, we shake our own, right? Because you do it. and You're like, that's not the one I wanted. So you shake it. So in, in life, you might move or you might get a different job or you might go on a vacation. You might do something to shake your Etch-A-Sketch and change your picture. But it's hard when somebody does it for you and you're like, oh,
1: I wasn't ready for that. I like could cry like thinking about it because it's like in Notting Hill and she's like, I'm just a girl standing in front of a boy asking her to love me. It's like you're just a girl who had a dream and you worked so hard to build that dream brick by brick with empathy, with kindness, with integrity, with talent. And then all of a sudden there's this potential that you don't get to have. This thing that's just... It's just something that um, was good. There was nothing other than goodness about it. And it's crazy. I had this woman, Dr. Lisa Miller on recently, who loves Bobby, by the way. She's like a professor of psychology at Columbia. And she wrote a book about what the brain looks like when we have a relationship with God, which is amazing. And she's done hundred peer-reviewed studies about what happens inside of us when we have a connection to our higher power, which is unbelievable. But she said, how many times in your life have you seen this red door, and this is the door that you know you're meant to go down, and you're you're there, right? And then something happens. It's like a hairpin turn, and a yellow door appears, and mm-hmm. you don't want this yellow door. Mm-hmm. But then you find yourself there. You are. You're walking through this yellow door, and then you realize, oh my god, this is. So much bigger. This is so much more where I'm needed. Mm-hmm. But it means I have to give up this red door. Mm-hmm. And she goes, But how much of your life you look back and you realize it's a series of yellow doors? Yeah. She goes, That's God. That's the divine. That's yeah. the, those little hairpin turns that say, Chew here. Yeah. And I can't imagine because of all the yellow doors I've ever seen, this is the most. Yellow. What's the most <laughs> yellow? It's like a canary yellow. I just don't even, I, I can't even, because you're still a girl who has to just be able to go to sleep every night. Well, you know, everything you're saying is
0: true because you have to say, oh, this yellow door is in front of me for some reason. That's right. It wouldn't be here if there was no reason. So, you know, when Bobby told me or asked me if he
1: could run. Right. Do I have your blessing? I mean, it's yeah. It's probably a good thing to discuss. Yeah. It's a good thing. the car details. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Oh, this? and by the do way, do you like
2: DC in them? Look- yeah.
1: It's like, oh, Cherry what?
2: blossoms.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> so it was a quite a discussion. And, uh, at some point you have to just look within and say there's a reason why I'm married to him. Yeah. Why it's now. And for me anyway, at that point I had to decide it was going to blindly accept it because once again we we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow you don't know you don't know how people are going to react to that news nobody could know so then for me i think i always stop for a second and look at my relationship with someone and the kids and make sure we're all that's right stable and then say okay yes Let's walk through the yellow door. Yep. I'm gonna let you walk first because I don't know if it's that fair, you know. And then you just do it, and you have faith that whatever's supposed to happen is gonna happen.
1: I feel like uh Pasek and Paul, who wrote Greatest Showman, wrote that song "A Million Dreams for You" because she's like, "I'll just go with you." Yeah, Who's like, well, I, it's a lot. I'm like I'll go with you. And sometimes,
0: you know, when you're in a relationship. With your husband or wife, yeah. your girlfriend, boyfriend, yeah. whatever that looks like. Sometimes they're the one that needs to walk through the yellow door. So you have a choice. You stay on the other side and watch them go. Or you say, okay, I'm going to go with you. And then next time I get to pick the door and you're going to go with me.
2: Right.
0: And I feel like that's been my relationship with
1: Bobby. Uh, you it's, know? So, it's so beautiful and um, it's so clear to me how... Aware he is, how grateful he is for just this Tinkerbell. You are a Tinkerbell <laughs> to him. Just pureness, kindness, goodness, which is the vibrational match to who he is. And what's so crazy to me, Cheryl, is that of all the people I've ever met, and Bobby's been to my house and played Twenty Questions with my kids, and loves kids and lo- loves all human. It's crazy to me that there's so much contrast that comes up here because the two of you. Are truly, I meet a lot of people who who say that they love the world or like they have a relationship with consciousness or God, whatever the word is. They want to use for that, but I ne- I don't know any other two people. And I know a lot of really beautiful, spiritual, kind, yummy, good souls. Marion Williamson's been on this show a couple of times. Deepak's been on this, like great, amazing people. Who I personally, me, Kathy Heller, in my experience on Earth, I just haven't sat With anyone who has the genuineness, the goodness, the love, the way you both talk to any person. And so to me, it's, it's crazy that people could not know that or get that. Because to me, everything the two of you stand for is let's all heal. Let's all just come together. Yeah. And and listen to each other. So say something about what do you feel like people get wrong about him? That they, they need to maybe know. Well,
0: it's like you said, Bobby has a great appreciation for every person, everybody. We've traveled a lot around the world. We've been to little villages in the middle of nowhere. We've been, and he wants to know those people. He wants to know people of every from every walk of life, and not just what's your name. He wants to know, where did you come from? Do you have kids? Tell me about your kids. Tell me what you do here. And he he, he has a genuine interest in people. So I think it's really frustrating when people try to paint him as anything other than that, as anything other than he's the most inclusive person I've ever met. 100%. So that's a real strange idea that people put out there.
1: It's interesting. I think that, um and I've been around the world. I mean, I lived in Israel. I lived in Jerusalem for three and a half years. I lived in Spain for part of college. I've, I've, I've traveled a lot. I've seen a lot of what the world has to offer a lot of people. And there's a lot of noise. Yeah. And then there are like a handful of people that have the presence and goodness that the two of you have. And it's almost like because so many people have proven to be untrustworthy or broken people's hearts or had these like really scary agendas, it's almost like they can't see that someone could really, truly, actually want everyone to have a seat at the table. That That's yeah. really, that's the agenda. The right. agenda is to include everybody, everyone. right? And that to me is how could that be polarizing It's like that's the and it's fascinating because we're we're in a time where we're so in fight or flight we're so divided that to, for someone to say, "Let's really sit together, let's right. listen to each other right, let's have hard conversations that that now feels triggering. Wow, I know that's interesting. I know it says a lot
0: I know, and l- listen, I'm guilty of it too. I've been in that space where. I think something about a certain group of people that
2: sure, politically,
0: you know, believe in something that I do not believe yeah. in and I just yeah. think the whole group of them yeah. we don't have anything in common and and now I'm starting to understand more. Yeah. We do have stuff in common. Oh my god. Way more than we ever could think. Yeah. So true. But yeah, a lot of people want to stay and they just want to fight fight
2: yeah. want to say mean
0: things. They want to they they would like to get their adrenaline going at dinner by saying whatever they want to say and you know I think too what I'm learning more and more especially about politics. I don't really know that much about politics.
1: <laughs> get a crash course. I know.
0: It, yeah. I I'm <laughs> definitely getting a crash course. But you start learning quickly all oh, the people that say the most. Divisive thing. Yes, divisive thing. The loudest. They they get the attention. Yeah. And then everybody hears only that.
2: Yeah.
0: It's like, oh, yeah. So I'm realizing, oh, right. So you have a lot of pundits, people out there who their only job is to say their feelings about politics right. and that they're outraged about this one thing right. and. Then people are like, oh, I'm outraged too. Right. And then it's just like a, w- a
1: weird whirlwind people are stuck yeah. in. Yeah. It's strange. It's so strange. When we were growing up, it was just such a different thing to say you liked Reagan or Clinton. It was fine. It was right. just like saying, Oh, I prefer facts of life to family ties. It was okay. It right. It wasn't a big deal. Right. Now it is life or death. So polarizing. It's, I'm not going to even talk to my family member anymore because it's like wow like I I know have always um felt like it's so it's only one tiny tiny aspect of who we are like for me if I meet someone it's like how's your heart how you doing today yeah you feel lonely today you feel good because we're all like three bad days away from not feeling so great right so to me it's like why do I need to know who you wrote it right. for to make a decision about everything about you? Yeah. It tells me something about you. Right. right? But there's so much there. So yeah. I feel like we need to get back to um, like you said, listening to each other, being yeah. together. Yeah. If you because I feel like there's something very like epic and new earth, new world about this that's happening. And that's why we see, no matter what the news says, I feel like people are actually feeling, yeah. feeling your heart, his heart. So let's say this happens and you wind up in D.C. Mm-hmm. You have a new bedroom, <laughs> new front <laughs> lawn. Um, what would you want to do with that? What would you want to use that platform for?
0: You know, there are several things, but I did a lot of work in schools and public schools and different communities and um, especially underserved communities. And teachers, you know, schools that don't even have working bathrooms and kids that don't have enough to eat. You know, the only time they eat anything is when they're at school. And I just find that to be unacceptable in this country. And I, I think we just need to stop and look at our, our students and our teachers and appreciate them and
1: hear them and invest in them. I feel like this is so big and I think this is very singular to you. I think you as first lady, I mean, can you leave a are saying that? No, it's weird. It's crazy, but it's <laughs> it's real. Like this is real. I- that would be so radical because you grew up similar to one of the kids that you just talked about. That's true. People don't
0: know that. No, I was on free lunch when I was in grade school, you know, and I didn't really know. You know, you don't really know when you're a kid. It's like, I know I'm standing in a d- different line with a ticket and I know that the other kids don't have tickets. And so this must be weird. But, you know, that's what we did. And I went through life experiencing public schools, like really not having enough money summer camp or things. Things like that. Right. Or even if I went on a, you know, a high school field trip, I had to work at the school because we couldn't afford to give money for the field trip. So I had to like work harder and do stuff to earn it, which was okay. You know, it, like you're saying, it makes you who you are, but I've seen, I've seen it through a different lens. Yeah. But when I say different lens, I think the majority of people have had moments like that. They've had years like that. They've moved through it. But I don't know one person who has ever said to me, my life has been great. I've never struggled in any way.
1: That's the secret. We all have the same secret is that nobody knows how much we're carrying. Right. But it is unique in this lane for you to be a person who actually knows what that's like. Yeah. Right. How many first ladies like could say they didn't know what they would eat. Right. They didn't know if there'd be enough in the fridge. Right. Yeah. And I think real leadership is not look at me, but come with me. Yeah. And I've that's been right. there. So empathy is I've been in that well. So I know how to help you. I, yeah. I know your address right? And it's interesting because there's so much of a focus on Bobby, which there deserves to be because he has so much passion and so much he wants to do. And at the same time, as we're sitting here, I think we're in a chapter where women really are meant to have this space to lead. And I feel like there's so much that you innately know about humans and people which would make you the most compelling, helpful, important woman leader we've ever had, Cheryl. Well, let's see what happens in a year and a half. Yeah, exactly. It's just amazing. And it's, there's so much humility. Speaking of leadership, you're also a mom. <laughs> you're also doing all the things. And I know how hard recently, and we should talk about this because a bunch of my friends are going through this right now, which is their kids going off to college. And you don't prepare for how much
0: pain? It's so much harder than I thought it would be. I don't, because before I experienced it, I, I don't know. I thought it was just sort of funny. Like, Oh, (laughs) my my kids are gone. And, but when it's happening, it's, it was so emotional because you have your kids in your house and then all of a sudden they're not in your house and you're like, what? I what this is crazy it was so yeah so I I have six stepkids but i to count them and and my daughter cat so seven all together
1: it's a lot it's a lot it is really um I feel like my daughter is turning 12 and we're planning a bat mitzvah looking at that and I'm thinking I was just
2: Hold holding on. you
1: I was just driving horse Cedars-Sinai and I started crying the other day. It's, it, we were having sushi and I started crying. I said, mom, why are you crying? I said, how many summers do we have before you go? And she's like, mom, you're going to make me cry. And I'm like, wow. like Being a mom is like a million little goodbyes. yeah, And then a lot of hellos. Yeah. And it's awesome. And Kat is, she's great. She's just a cool person. Yeah. She's smart. She's pretty. She's doing everything she's supposed to do right now. Yeah. And yet... You have to watch her walk into this next chapter, which means you have to let go. And that's so hard. It is
0: really hard. It is really hard. Once again, it's you're walking through a door and you don't want them to walk through the door. But yeah. what's the alternative that they, there is, they that. don't launch. Yeah,
2: exactly. So
0: yeah, so I read somewhere that somebody said you can sort of measure a person's happiness. By their relationship with uncertainty. Really? So the people that are most comfortable yeah. with uncertainty are likelier to be happier. Makes so much sense because we, we can't, like we keep saying, we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Nobody knows what's going to happen. Yeah. And when you can let go of that a little bit and just say, I don't know what's going to happen, yeah. but I've been doing everything to the best of my That's right. ability. That's right. I've taught her everything yeah. I can. I look at her and I think, Oh wow, she's a pretty amazing person that you have to take a breath and trust. Yeah. 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 No,
1: I mean, trust the universe. You just have 100%. to. 100%. That's why I think we need a connection with this consciousness universe. I call it God. Some people have different words. It's really all this oneness. It's all the same divinity. This thing that we know is bigger than what we see with our eyes. Yeah. And I think that's when I hear Bobby say, he wakes up every day and just says, reporting for duty. You know, God, I'm reporting for duty, right? It's like, that's the only thing we can do. I mean, the truth is, it's only our ego that loves to control, right? Right. But our soul knows that we're here for this like mystical adventure. Yeah. And that part of us is really always okay.
0: Well, yeah. You have to hear that from... Your friends sometimes you do like what I find comforting from my friends is even when I'm in a crazy situation. It's so I, perfect. I find it comforting when they're like, "But you know what? You're strong. Yeah, you are strong. Yeah, and it might not feel like it, but you're gonna get through this because the you know sometimes you're just like. That that's not what I want to hear. Exactly. I need a solution. It's yeah. like you're not going to have a solution
1: right now. That's right.
0: You just that's have to
1: be, be here for right now. Yeah, I feel but like you're going to be okay. That is so true. That's so mindful of you to say. It's like John Kabat-Zinn would say: you can't stop the waves, but you can learn to be with them.
2: Mm-hmm. Because
1: that's not going to be real. You're never going to have this moment where you get to the top of the summit and then you just sustain. Yeah. well-being, and right. there's no contrast. Right. And the truth is we don't really want it that way because when the resistance comes or the contrast comes or the new challenge comes, it gives way to a capacity that we have. And then we say, oh my gosh, this feels like courage. But the only time you know what courage is, is when you have to use it.
0: I know. Right? It's funny that you say but, that. I was just thinking about um my friend Nisi Nash, who's an actress, and we were talking one day and- we were talking about being scared of things, and she said, "Well, it's good to be scared. That's the only time you get to use your courage." Wow! And I was like, "I never thought of it that way." But you're right. Yeah. So, you know, she was looking at it like,
1: "This is great." And the whole thing that we were talking about at the, at the beginning of this conversation, which is really the bummer of the whole thing, is that people judge each other. Really, because yeah. if we if we remove that right now, then whoever winds up being president will be president. It, that's not really the painful part. The painful part. Is the road there with yeah. all the judgment. If we could, if we yeah. could dim that, but at the same time, yeah. what's interesting about it is that I'm thinking about like Taylor Swift is all over the world right now, yeah. right? She's all over the world. And her mom the other day was hugging her so tight and saying, look what she did with all that contrast. Cause apparently people had been nasty to her for years or whatever it is. But the people who are loud and judgmental. Why we give that so much power? I know. Cause most people, if you think about it, most people listening right now to this podcast, most people we know, even if we feel something negative, we don't really share it like that. Right.
0: Right? We process right. Love it. Maybe right. we tell
1: it to a few people. But when somebody comes after you, right, it says so much more about them. That's true. Than it does about you. That's true. And I think that's a lesson ever because i mentioned taylor swift because at some point she said she turned off the comments on her social media because she was like this is painful yeah and then you think about how much visceral joy she's giving the world right now boosting the economy and whatever i don't know her personally but it seems like there's a lot of consetti she's sprinkling right now and to think she could have been capsized because people are in the comments at the end of the day some people don't like italian food some people don't like seinfeld and you're just like how is that possible? How is that possible?
2: possible. Yeah, you don't have to yell you at
1: could that be person. This delicious <laughs> peach, peach and people go, I hate peaches. Right. So the fact that we spend time on right. that's what has to stop. Right. That right. says something about our our own willingness to cosign judgment of ourselves. It's like we all have to let that go. So yeah. So we can just be who we are. And and we need we need different instruments in the orchestra. Like yeah. You wouldn't want everything to be the same. And my rabbi was saying to me that oneness is not sameness. Yeah. Love is we're different and this is called grace. I love yeah. you. Yeah. Is it really love if you need the person to be just like you, think just like you? Right. Is that love or is that what actually is that? Right. If it's required, you know, I mean, there's this beautiful girl who works for me, Takti, and she's Muslim and she wears a hijab and we love each other. And we don't see the world exactly the same and we learn from each other. And I love that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I just think what you're doing is having so many ripple effects. But meanwhile, I love that the world gets to be reminded that you're a girl from Tallahassee who grew up eating <laughs> free lunch. And, um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, this is a lot. And we should be yeah. like just sending you guys to us in love. Speaking of cat. Yes. You guys in the middle of all this. Yeah. As if you had. I don't know if you have nine days in a week. I, I don't know if yes. I seven. I know I have nine. You started a business. I added a few. It's called Heinz & Young. It's well, called Heinz & Young. Why didn't you start this beautiful well, business? Well,
0: so, you know, like you were saying, so my daughter's daughter. name is Catherine Young. Yep. So we started... Well, okay. Here we go.
1: It is. The truth is... I love that you have a project together. What was... The, yeah.
0: Well, well I, when I realized... Okay. When she was a senior in high school... I was gearing up for, this right. mm-hmm. um, oh my gosh, this can't be the end for me and Kat. You, she can't like, so I always wanted to start a company and I, and I talked to Kat and I said, would you like to start a company with me? And she's like, sure. Um, <laughs> and then we started working on this company. We wanted to, to start a line of self care things that we love. Love that. And we wanted to do it without plastics, without single-use plastics. That's been a big so deal. Good. So good. I was going to say hurdle. <laughs> it is a hurdle, okay? but uh, we did it. And it's a fragrance line, so we have four different fragrances. So Kat and I got to work together on each fragrance, what it's
2: called, Tell us what, they what, are, what it smells like. I know they do. Life.
0: Okay. So all of these are made with... Oh, my stomach's growing. With the best <laughs> ingredients, there were a few things that we really wanted to accomplish with this line. And one was to create like a luxury line that is affordable. So if you're a teacher or a nurse or somebody, you know, and you're not making I love that. tons of money, you can still have a really great yeah. product. And so this is a body cream. The number one ingredient is organic aloe. Ugh. Yeah, and it's got the... You know, which Biden, is you know, this, one? this is Hyanna Seagrass because we spend our summers, summers.
1: You went right into Boston there. <laughs> we Benesama, spend our summers in
2: Hyanna.
0: Yeah. So this is, this is very fresh. And this is, smells like being outside and the, at the beach. I love it. This. this one's our most, um, popular. I was going to say unisex. Oh, love unisex. But we call it unisexy. Okay. That's <laughs> hip. This is our most unisexy fragrance and then uh oh key west sunset so key so i'm from florida yeah have you been to key west
1: no i've never been to key West.
0: okay if you go to key west during sunset everybody goes they stand at the ocean and they all watch the sun go down and when it goes down they all clap
2: and you it's know, like some key- it's so
0: beautiful so this little key west sunset By the
1: way, I love that. It's like, just because something happens every day doesn't mean it's... It's not a miracle. not a miracle. And I feel like we should clap for everything God does. We should clap for sunsets. All of us. That's our new tradition. So this... Oh, my gosh. What does it smell like to you? It smells like coconut. Mm -hmm. Yes. Jimmy Buffett. mm -hmm. It's supposed
2: to smell like
0: vacation. It was great. So we worked with our, um, designer, if you will, and she helped us come up with, and it's a little bit pink because it has real vanilla in it.
1: I love it. I so love it. has it.
0: its own little. Oh,
1: good. Good. Okay. So, so Hyannis,
0: Hyannis, Key, Key West, Pacific Isle, because we're on the Pacific and we have lots of beautiful islands here. And I didn't want to leave out the West. Yeah. And this has frangipani. Oh my gosh. Frangipani are those little white
1: flowers. And it has lime. It's really beautiful. This smells like when you walk past a wall of jasmine and mm-hmm. you go, what is that? This smells yeah. amazing. So it sort of smells like Hawaii. Yeah, it smells like Hawaii. Yeah.
0: And then this, I actually went to Capri for my honeymoon. This is called Capri Honeymoon. Oh. This is Kat's favorite. This smells so good. So I- it's organic? All the stuff? Because I can... We we, smell? we try to keep it as organic as possible. So we do have like I said, like organic coconut. We have this one's
1: like moody and sexy and what do you want to put on some berry white? Yes, this is like really good. You can
0: try it. Okay, this is feels so good. We like to think of like night jasmine blooming and you're outside. Oh, so good on the terrace. Who knows what's gonna happen next?
1: (laughs) Oh my god, isn't that nice? Yeah. Speaking of who knows what's gonna happen next, yeah, I love. When you and Bobby put something on Instagram together and I'm like, okay, can we at least all <laughs> be clear that they're the hottest couple that's ever run for president? Like, I'm like I'm dying. dying, going, oh my God, the chemistry of the heat. He looks like an action figure. He's pretty cute. And then you forget it. And I'm so going, forget about it. We deserve to have the hottest president in first lady, <laughs> And the funnier. Mm-hmm. thing. Nicest! I'm like, oh my god, we got it all. Oh so this is amazing. You guys are doing. And there's also candles. There's also there's candles. Also room sprays. Yes. Oh, oh but p- pick up the. Can you okay.
0: pick up that little peanut? Yeah. Because we've worked so hard to not use plastic. So even if you see these in our packaging, it's they're made from starch, corn starch. Oh. So they're corn starch god. But if they get wet, they completely like disintegrate. They disintegrate. Yeah. We found out the hard it was way. The candle. Oh so yeah. This is, okay. Yeah. This is one of our uh, ceramic candles with a bamboo top which is amazing. This is my favorite. But we have all of these fragrances in a little travel tin candle too, which are beautiful. Okay,
1: here's what I want to say about why this is so important. Yes. Because we can look at it and it's pretty and we can just make it like a luxury item, even though you've made it affordable. But here's why I think it's not a luxury. About six months ago, I was telling a friend of mine that I felt really depleted, right? I have three little kids. I'm working a lot. Yeah. And she like, lot. what do you do for yourself? Yeah. And I said, I don't know. She's like, well, what's your self-care? I'm like, I don't know. At like six o'clock, like three nights a week, I pour myself a glass of rosé. She goes, does that really feel like, does it nourish you? And I'm like, no, it doesn't actually. <laughs> it actually doesn't. She's like, but that's the story you tell yourself, right? You're going to have a glass of wine and relax. I'm like, yeah, I guess. And she said, but is there anything else you could do for yourself? that would actually nourish you? And I'm like, I don't know. I actually, I haven't asked myself that question. So I think it's time that you would do. And so she said, would you take a bath? And I'm like, take a bath? I don't know. If Who's got time. the time? Exactly. Like, yeah, only only go. Go. I know as a mother, it's impossible. Yeah. Always only go. And she said, but uh, I would be curious to see what happened if you carved out like eight minutes, an eight minute bath. And I said, okay. And she goes, I'm going to check it with you later this week. I want to hear that you took a bath. So, okay, fine. So I did. And then she upped the ante. She said, how about this? She goes, I want you to find a lotion. I want like, you to have two whole minutes after the bath where you take that time for yourself. And I'm like, this sounds insane. How can this really be this big of a deal? Like, how can this change my life so much? But I'm like, okay, we will go through the exercise. And I did. And I started doing it. This sounds crazy, but every day, mm-hmm. every day at like five o'clock, I would mm-hmm. hit this wall of tired mm-hmm. and like, I'm going to go and I'm going to take a bath. And you had given me some product and I made this a ritual. You didn't know this, but this is what I started to do. I would light the candle. Mm-hmm. And then I actually even added something. A friend of mine said, you could put, because I love hydrangeas and I usually have them. She goes, you could put some of the hydrangeas in the bath. So I put the flowers in the bath, soaked mm-hmm. in the bath. And it was like a returning to mm-hmm. a peace within myself that I had forgotten. Like yeah, a, a respect like, for yourself. Oh, it's my like, God. Oh, yeah, you're oh important, too. God. Like, from the time most women, men, but especially moms, time you wake up in the morning, it's go time. No, I got to get you, the kids I bed. Be. I got to get yeah. the kids to school. Then I come back. I got work to do. Mm-hmm. And as we all know, and Greta Gerwig did this speech in the Barbie movie, which was like, moms don't feel like they can just be good moms they have to be amazing moms and amazing at their job and it is, there's this constant feeling like you're behind yeah and i know that it sounds crazy and it's not an ad i said to you i want to do something first of all i wanted to do so anything with you but i said we should talk about this line mm-hmm. because i feel like one of the greatest crimes against humanity in a way is that especially women do not walk around with their gas tanks full yeah yeah that has to stop Yeah. So this is a small way to really anchor yourself. And it's like these little rituals. Do you do that in your life?
0: You know what? I do that with my candle and my cream. So I have both of them by my bed. And no matter what kind of a day I had, I put on my pajamas. I light my candle as a signal to myself, like, it's time to stop. Yeah. And this is just time to stop. And then Mm -hmm. my room smells so good. And then I, you know, spend time just <laughs> luxuriating yeah. and it just calms me down. And like you're saying, it, you sort of connect with yourself. Yep. If you will, because you know, it's all day you're doing everything for everybody, everything for everybody. Right. So even, and now I, we also have fragrance free, but even in the morning, I like to put it on because I don't wear perfume, yeah. but I like to. To smell good it, if you get close like
1: enough good. to notice. Yeah, I. <laughs> Doctor Shefali was on the show, and she was saying that we teach our kids. Yeah. How to love themselves, and she said, "Women, that is a job of, of being a mom. Is that you? You have to carve out this time. You have to know that for kids, it's not what's taught, it's what's caught, and they're going to witness
2: mm-hmm. how much you
1: fill yourself up, mm-hmm. right." And so it's something we give lip service to, self-care, but it's so important. And what's also so fascinating is, because I think this helps a lot of people who are type A to get on board with self-care, I am so much more productive when I take a little time out of the day. In fact, that's where all the downloads come. Like anytime I actually restore, that's when I get this, oh,
2: Mm-hmm. And it just starts as
1: a little whisper, you know, I'm going to reach out to or, you know, what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. And then that becomes you re-energize. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I think it's essential that you have a practice like this in your life. And if people want to get on board with this, how do they find it? They just go, go to Heinz, to and, Heinz Young. and Young. Yeah, go to
0: Heinz and Young and, and you can find all of these. And like I said, too, what I love about this is, you know, people give me gifts and yeah. beautiful candles all the time. And sometimes I don't light them because I know they're so expensive and I'm like waiting for a special day to light them or even fancy cream where I'm like, oh, this is a hundred dollar cream. I can't use it today. So one of the things that we wanted to do was, yeah, use it every day. It's okay. (laughs) Even if it even though it's the good stuff. Because what
1: does a cream like that cost? What does that sin cost?
0: This is twenty five and this is fifteen. So you can just and it lasts a long time. I mean, you can take it with you. You can travel with it too, which is I like
1: You're so right. And anyone who's walked the aisles of Sephora or anything knows that these products are usually they give you eighty five dollars for like a tiny little tube. And so much of it is the same actual ingredients. It's just the packaging yeah. you're paying for, which is a whole other
0: thing. Well, that's the same with candles. I mean, this is a- soy wax with cotton wicks, you know, and great fragrance. And right, it's like we wanted to make candles that were beautiful. There are some candles that are hundred dollars. You're like, what? I know, I can't light this
1: thing. I know, I'm not even going to tell you. Yeah, no, I, I know. know. You don't have to. Yeah, that's a whole thing. I also love, by the way, that you live the life you live, and you have that thought, like about what things cost, and that you you can't take the girl out of Tallahassee. No,
0: yeah. I mean, and and my friends are, you know, yes, I have some. I don't want to call them Hollywood friends with air yeah. quotes. That's yeah. weird. <laughs> good <laughs> friends, yeah, but, but you know, accomplished, successful yeah, actor sure. friends. But I also have. Lots of friends who are like we're talking about teachers, yeah, somebody that has a nine five job that's it's right. not most people, yeah, if their car breaks down, they're not you, you can't come up with two thousand dollars to fix your car, right you're not gonna spend a hundred dollars on a candle, that's most people, I you know that, you know, so so yeah, so we really wanted to create something that a lot of people could enjoy,
1: I think it's amazing how. You- I I honestly, it's almost like someone took this girl and put you in a snow globe and it's moving all around (laughs) you, but you stay who you are. I think that that is such a testament to your goodness because it's very easy for people to be given certain things, status, money. It's a big test. It's actually a big test. And usually they fall right for it and they turn into something that doesn't make
0: them happy. Right. They turn a corner, and they're like, I I never want to look at that again. Right. It's like, I don't know. That's part of it. Yeah. Well, you know, I went to beauty school after high school, before college. So I learned, you know, about these things. Yeah. I've just kept it all with me.
1: What of all the roles you play do you think is the most like you? That's who you really are.
0: That's such a good question. What came to your mind first? Well, you know, curvier Enthusiasm is certainly what a lot of people associate me with. And I'm similar to her, but I love Larry, and I think Larry is funny. So on the show, I'm usually like, why would you? <laughs> I'm upset with them. Why would you do that? When in real life, he it 100%. would be hilarious. Yeah. Um I then when I did Bad Mom's Christmas, you know, there's a part of her because I play Kristen Bell's mom who just loves her daughter, like, You're way too much. to be her mom. Well, thank sense. you. But okay, well, uh, i But I, imagine. and I'm always, like, sm- smelling her hair. So, uh, and my daughter cat's like, Mom, you do that because you do that. And I said, I know. I, I said, so, and so there's a part of me in that... In that film where I'm just like, yeah, when my daughter's around, I just need to, like, I like her and I right. need to be in there too much, where it's like, okay. I so, feel
1: like... Why do we have to decide that just because you're about to be the most powerful woman in the world, why can't you still be an actor who also writes yeah. movies? I'm serious. I mean, what? Well, listen, I don't get that. who knows what's going to happen? But I'm saying, let's say that happens. Why Why does that have to stop? It doesn't. I don't even it get doesn't. it. I love how people love to compartmentalize everything. Like, yeah. if I do this, I can't do this. Right. And it's like, I only see the opposite. I feel like Marianne Williamson said to me that even the people who've done the most Impactful things didn't scratch the surface of their potential, right? Mm. So I think maybe that that's all a big lie. I think maybe that we all have this way in which once we're really willing to just say, "Here I am, reporting for duty." How would you use me? Where would you have me go? What would you have me do? Maybe there's just a multi hyphenate that comes along with this. Yeah, and maybe because the truth is, the way that we learn everything is through storytelling. Yeah, that's it, and communicating with people.
0: Yeah. Well, it's interesting because first lady is not a job. (laughs) I don't know why that makes me laugh. Um, Because it's not its not an actual job. Right. So it's interesting. I don't really, to be perfectly frank with you, I don't know what that position looks like or what they're even expected to do. Right. I'm not going to worry about it until we get there. Like, is there a first lady orientation? I'm like, oh, okay. a, you guys text me if that happens right. and I'll show up. Oh and my God. But yeah, it's an interesting idea. And here's the other thing, too. You know, in the middle of all this, my therapist was like, at the beginning, I was like, oh, my God, what if this happened? Yeah, that bad thing is going to happen. People are going to come after me online just for being alive. And he's like, that's true. And I'm just looking at all the things that are. Horrible things that are going to happen. And he said, now you have to spend that much time thinking about all the good things that could happen. Oh, I it. love that. And I was like, ew, I haven't even
1: thought about that. And you know, my therapist said to me, I love we can just Yeah. Yes, as, please, as one does. Yes. Uh, life therapist said when I started the podcast six years ago, I said, you know, it could be that nobody listens to this or it could be that people do. And if people do, some people might judge me oh my gosh. And he, he said, people already judge you. Yeah. I'm like, what? What, what do you mean? And he goes, right now, said, we sit here. There are people who don't like you and you have already survived that. And I was like, oh wow. my God. He goes, remember you went to high school, middle school. He's like, there are probably people who, if your name came up, would just very quickly go, mm, no, right? And he goes, always, that's been the case. And you've already survived that. And I was like, that wow. is the most grounding yeah. thing. Yeah. What are we trying that's to control? Great. We want everyone to like us too late. Right. Too and late. Then you are the person that everyone
0: likes. What is your personality? Right. Well, you're just like a mushroom that's
1: just barely growing. But right. But like, that's fine. Right. And as I said to you once before, it's funny, your choice in men, because There are people who have such strong opinions about Curb Your Enthusiasm and can't watch it. It makes them so uncomfortable. They've got the visceral response to it, right? Yes. And he didn't have to run for president to get hate like that, right? He just (laughs) started something on HBO. So so it just goes to show you that that's a waste of your time. Yeah. It's just a complete waste of time.
0: Yeah. It's a lot of conversations with myself. (laughs) <laughs> oh my
1: god so what we all do every day is yeah it? we all do that every single day being where you are in this moment ask yourself for a second what is it that you are supposed to tell other women in the world who are trying to do their best be a good mom live their life like what do you feel like you are learning at such high speeds right now that might be something they need to hear i think it echoes what you were just saying.
0: You cannot spend time concerning yourself with other people's judgment yeah, because you can't control it. And like you said, everything you do, people aren't going to like everything you do. And it's already happening. It's been happening your whole life. There are people that don't like you and you're okay. Yeah. And don't fill your time with with those thoughts. Fill your time with the thoughts of the people that do like you, the people that you connect with, the people that you think are important. You know, it's different if I see somebody online saying something on me, about me, Mm. and if I talked to my sister and she said that, I would be like, whoa. So my barometer is the people around me that I value.
1: yeah. Isn't it amazing? There's like 8 billion or so people in the world, but really we all have about nine friends. Yeah. Like really, there's like nine people. Yeah. That are really your whole world. Yeah, it's true. And so. So if
0: those nine yeah. people all said the same thing and that person just that's right just tweeted at me, I guess it's X now. Yeah. I would need to take a step back and look at myself. 100%. And you know, you're not going to do everything right all the time and that's okay. And tomorrow's a new day. If today was a disaster, you didn't make it out the door, you dropped your kids off late and they were mad at you because you brought them to school late, let's just leave it. Tomorrow's a new day. It's all going to be okay.
1: I love what you're saying so much because I feel, I heard somebody say once, like, if you look out in nature, you don't see a serious polar bear. You don't (laughs) see a serious pine tree human beings have this way in which we think we have to do everything perfectly. And then there's this shame, man, that it's not perfect, this seriousness about it. And really, that is impossible.
0: It's impossible.
1: And I love that you just said that. And one of the things I love so much about you and about your husband is this willingness to say, I have no thought that I'm doing this perfectly. If I'm saying something, tell me, let's talk about it. Yeah. Everything is is a mixture of things, and people can be flawed. And I'm not trying to be perfect. I want to just, I want to be whole, right? I want to be whole, and yeah. being whole means you lead, you lead that way. You lead by saying, "There's no way I'm a perfect person, right?" And I'm willing, but I'm to willing engage. to listen and change yeah. and grow. Yeah, exactly. Have humility, uh, which I think is amazing. I think that what you did today, this is like, this is medicinal. This conversation. I don't think that you have any real grasp on how powerful your goodness is. It's a simple thing. It's not complicated. It's just called being a loving, good person. And there's so few people like that. Really? Really? Like, you could really look into every part of your heart and it just keeps being the same coherent, kind, good, honest person. And that's what the world needs. The most impressive thing in the world is that. Well, that's
0: what you have. That's what you give to the world. And by the way, I've been more observant, I guess, lately of, because somebody told me one time, they're like, you know, people are vibrating on different levels. And I've I've always felt like that sounds crazy. Um, but now I'm sort of understanding it and you're vibrating on a really high level. And because you, you're not worried about all the stupid stuff. Yeah. And a, most of it's stupid stuff. You're concerned about what's inside. Yeah. What's making you go? What motivates you? What do you love? What are you putting out to the world? And that's what I get from you. That's why it's so, it's so funny that we
1: connected in this universe. Oh my God. It's like one of the greatest <laughs> gifts in my whole life. It's so crazy. And I, I just, To know you is like an immediate loving you. It's just there's no other way. That's how
0: I felt with and and when we met, it was just
1: over Zoom. It was over Zoom during the pandemic. Yeah, you were in in a closet. closet. (laughs) I was in my closet, casual. And everything you just said is the most beautiful, kind, delicious thing you could ever say, and it's a mirror of you. And yeah, I, I feel like every person has these two pieces. We have like. The caricature of ourselves, this like somebody suit that we wear, and then like our real self. Yeah. And I feel like what you and I do is we are always available to talk to that part of yeah. everybody. And I think everyone's actually sick of being patronized. Yeah. And thinking that everyone has to impress each other with stuff. It's like right. you know all of that. Yeah. We can just leave that over there. Yeah. And that's what I think is so different about you and Bobby than anyone I know. And for that, it's so sacred and amazing that you just are. And thank you for being you and coming over thank you, and Kathy. sharing this yummy lotion. And we'll put links to it in the show notes. Okay, and-
0: great. Maybe we should give your listeners a discount. Oh, my God. Let's do Kathy better. 20. Kathy 20? Kathy 20, and everyone will get a 20%
1: discount. Uh, yes, yes, I love that. Kathy 20. Okay, and we'll send that. Um, we'll put links out, and I'll put it on Instagram and all this stuff. I, every single day, think about you and just ask God to like cover you, protect you. And, um, just know that for everything it looks like, there's so so much love and so many people who really do get it, like really, really get it. And I don't even mean whether that means they vote this way or that way. I mean, they're just people who get what love looks like. Yeah. And they're not fooled by anything else. So I just want you to know that that is there. I appreciate that. And uh, we're so excited to just keep watching you on this mystical, (laughs) magical carpet ride. Thank you. Thank you, Kathy. Oh my gosh. Well, that was so much fun. I love you, Cheryl. Thank you. All right, here are the takeaways. Number one, the yellow door is in front of you for a reason. Just walk through it and have faith that whatever's supposed to happen will happen. Number two, we have more in common than we could ever think. We need to get back to listening to each other. Number three, the people who are most comfortable with uncertainty are more likely to be happier because nobody knows what's going to happen. So you have to just let go of that and just do everything to the best of your ability. Take a breath and trust the universe. Number four, wake up every day and just say reporting for duty. That's the only thing we can do. Number five, you are strong and you're going to get through this. You just have to be here for right now. You can't stop the waves, but you can learn to be with them. Number six, the only time you know what courage is is when you have to use it. Number seven, make a practice to stop and anchor yourself. Carve out the time to fill yourself up. Number eight, you can't spend time concerning yourself with other people's judgment because you can't control it. There are already people that don't like you and you've been surviving that. Instead, fill your time with thoughts of people who do appreciate you, who do connect with you, who are important to you. Number nine, you're not gonna do everything right all the time. If today was a mess, just leave it. Tomorrow's a new day. It's all gonna be okay. Thank you so much for listening. I know that you have a million things going on. I know how busy of a time it always is. And I'm so grateful that you're here. If you want to hear more great episodes that are coming up, please make sure that you follow along on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, that you subscribe and listen wherever you are. I'd love to hear what you're thinking about this show. And if you can think of one person who would benefit from hearing these conversations, then please share the podcast with them. Send them a link or text it to them or post about it on your Instagram. And if you felt touched by this, maybe you can tag Cheryl and post about this in your Instagram. I'm sure that would make her feel so good. And before we go, I just want to remind you that we started this incredible membership. It really is like the sisterhood I've been dreaming of for so long. It's called The Quilts. We meet once a week, live calls. They're about 90 minutes on Zoom. And we talk about the good stuff. We talk about the hard stuff. Everybody shows up exactly as they are. It's really the most vulnerable, honest place I've ever seen women just witness each other. We meditate together once a month. There's some coaching. Every single week, there's a chance to really support each other and collaborate. It's been a phenomenal thing to watch, and I'm so grateful that it's here. If you want to join us, you can go to kathyheller.com slash quilts. And something else so cool, if you have been interested or curious about starting an online course. I was talking about Amy Porterfield's bootcamp. If you missed that, you might wanna take her free masterclass that is gonna be this week. It is so chock full of information and it's free. You can join that. Go to kathyheller.com slash class. If you have any desire to ever start anything digital in terms of an online course, you definitely wanna take this. She's gonna teach the five streamlined steps to how to do this in an easy way. Go to kathyheller.com slash class and check that out this week. I'll leave you with a song of mine. I love you so much, and I'll talk to you soon.